Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. I want you to take a moment and imagine you have been called to an assembly. And this is not just any assembly, no. This assembly is massive. It's bigger than a YouTube concert or a Coldplay concert, bigger than a football game. Yes, even bigger than the Olympics. In fact, the entire world is called to this assembly, and the creator of heaven and earth is the speaker. Right now, we are going to take a bird's-eye view of this assembly, which happened over 2,500 years ago. And we are going to focus in on just a few lines of this speech. This is a speech that is a call to repentance and a call to hope, a call to faith and a call to obedience. My prayer for us right now is that God would use these words to touch the lives of anyone who has come to the end of their rope and penetrate the lives of those who think they need nothing outside of themselves. The words which we are going to look at come from the prophet Isaiah, as we find them in Scripture. They are God's words, and they have the power to change relationships, change hearts, and yes, change lives. If you have a chance, I want you to look them up in your Bible, or simply Google them. They come from God's holy word, the book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verses 1 and 2. Now before we begin reading, it's important to know that Isaiah was a prophet in Israel, who were God's people of the Old Testament. But this specific message that God speaks through Isaiah is a message of hope, not only for Israel, but for all people. It says, This is what the Lord says, Maintain justice and do what is right, for my salvation is close at hand and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Blessed is the one who does this the person who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it, and keeps their hands from doing evil. It starts off in verse 1. This is what the Lord says. As if to say, Okay, listen up. These words are important. He goes on to say, Maintain justice and do what is right. The world that we live in is a very unfair place. Every day, you can hear or read about the vilest crimes taking place. You hear about gang rape in India, shootings in Chicago, houses broken into down the street, terrible work conditions in China, child prostitution, drugs, gang violence, and the list goes on and on and on. Injustice and wrongs take place daily all around us. But is it only all around us? Or are these tendencies within us as well? I want you all to take a moment and just stop what you are doing. Except if you're driving, of course, please don't stop. Take a moment and think about your own life. Can any one of us say that when we look into our hearts that greed, envy, anger, lust, hate, bitterness, self-control have not arisen? If not in the past day, in the past week, month, year? Indeed, 
It's not only the world that is an evil place, but the heart too is deceitful. This is true in our time as well as Isaiah's time. And it is to this kind of world that God comes and says, Maintain justice and do what is right. But what does that really mean, to maintain justice and do what is right? This is important to understand because verse 2 says that such a person is blessed. To maintain justice and do righteousness during those days meant that one kept the Torah or the law of God. The entire law could be summed up in two commandments, love God and love your neighbor. These are the two things that God says a blessed person does. First, he tells them to love God. One loves God, as Isaiah says, by keeping the Sabbath day. You might ask, what in the world is a Sabbath day? And who really keeps it? Well, the Sabbath day was a day instituted at the beginning of the world when God said, six days you will work and the seventh you will rest. Friends, this is a call for God's people and all mankind to honor God who provides us even today with a day of rest. This is why Christians do not work on the Sunday, because it is the New Testament Sabbath, the day that Christ rose from the dead. And we know that we cannot have true peace and rest until we find true peace and rest in Him. May His people everywhere find rest in Him each Sunday again. It was and is a day in which you show that you worship God in the hope that one day He would return and bring an eternal rest. The second command is to love your neighbor, which is summed up in Isaiah's words, Keep their hands from evil. How are we supposed to keep our hands from evil? Doesn't the Bible say that there is not one righteous person on this earth? Yes, it does. But it is only in God's righteousness that we can be declared righteous. There was not one righteous person during Isaiah's time, and there is not one now. We are all on the same playing field. We all need saving. That's why God says through Isaiah, For my salvation is close at hand, and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Isaiah speaks about a righteousness that is not your own, but a righteousness of God. This is the righteousness that the Bible speaks about in the New Testament when it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek, me and you. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Dear friends, listen to me. This righteousness and salvation is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is Jesus Christ. You see, Isaiah was saying, Repent now, for salvation and righteousness are coming, not only for God's people, but for all men, women, and children across the entire world. It is the good news of salvation, the righteousness for you and for me. God is saying through the prophet, Get ready, for I am about to bring salvation to all people. Indeed, no one had been able to keep the commandments perfectly when Isaiah wrote these words. Yet, 
they were living in the faith and assurance of the day that one day a man would come that would fulfill the law of God perfectly. A man who would lead a sinless life. A man who would bring salvation. A man who would be called righteous and yet have to die to bear the penalty of the entire human race. You see, Isaiah was prophesying about none other than the day when our Lord Jesus Christ would come to this earth. He is our salvation. He is the righteousness of which Isaiah spoke. Dear friends, look into your own hearts and see your struggles against the evil in your own heart. And then look to Jesus Christ who has paid the debt completely. There is nothing left for you to do today. He is your salvation. He is your Savior. You do not have to do a thing. In fact, you cannot do a thing but accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord. As the one who saves your soul from death and as the Lord of your life, he was revealed to us almost 800 years after Isaiah's prophecy as the sinless and almighty God. Jesus Christ is his name. Prepare then the way for his second coming, for he will come again. Love God and love your neighbor in obedience to him, for he is worthy of all honor and glory and power. Come to him and he will give you rest, an everlasting Sabbath rest. Come to him who maintains justice and does what is right, who keeps his hands from evil. He has paid the price so that we can follow in the thankfulness for what he has done. Come to him and he will give you an everlasting name. He will fill you with joy and gladness. Come and see the great salvation that was prophesied so many thousands of years ago, but has now been fulfilled. Dear friends, as we step back into our modern era from this worldwide assembly of all peoples, tribes, and nations, hear these words again. This is what the Lord says. Maintain justice and do what is right, for my salvation is close at hand, and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Blessed is the one who does this, the person who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it, and keeps their hands from doing evil. Isaiah 56, verse 1 and 2.